there was a scene in Salem's Lot when the one of the best friends gets turned into a vampire and he comes scratching at the window late at night. access to what the kids have access to today yeah right when they see some of the effects that we've seen when we were kids they go what the hell is that if there was a kid floating outside my son's window ready to take his ipad away then that would scare the shit out of him <laughs> welcome to top five with joey casada starring joey casada <laughs> team jesus my friend no Am I walking around, Buck? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. I said I, I had to press record because we're capturing gold here. Why? Because Ernie's background. Ernie, look at Ernie's beautiful background this week, this son of a bitch. He's using all the money that's coming in. Ernie, Brooklyn looks like that right now. The fans send me all this stuff. Uh, they also sent me from the, uh, look. look. Look what they sent me. I can't what? believe it. Uh, you, he's reaping the benefits. Yeah, he's taking Tell all the checks. You should be annoyed. You should be annoyed. Ernie, hold on. You just... Uh... You blacked out here for a second. You look all distorted. You're you're look like you're on um, like a virtual background, Ern. Can you see that? Uh, yeah, I, I I was playing with it before, but it wasn't working. I guess now it's working. Let me fix it. Yeah, you gotta you shut it off. <laughs> you don't need the virtual background, you son of a bitch. You got a great background now. Ernie, by the way, you have a brain tumor. <laughs> that looks like an X-ray. That looks like an X-ray of your head. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm showing you what the background is. What is it made out of? Uh, material. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it looks exactly like our logo almost. How did you do it? Joey. Colleen saw it on the internet. Colleen's taking your shower curtains out. <laughs> and put them behind you. You're in the shower. You're in the bathtub right now. In the bathroom. Who are you kidding? I don't want that face looking at this kid when he throws the dice. Put him in the bathroom. You know what would be great right now? If that knife came right through that shower curtain right now. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada, And I'm Wes Craven. Oh, Jesus Christ. And who, do, who else do we got with us today? The doctor. Sorry. We have the doctor back in town. Beelzebub himself for part two of the horror stories that we're about to tell. Tom Snyder, say hello, Tom. We are the Legion. We are many. Love you guys. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're recording this episode. We already did part one. It's, it should be already be airing uh, when, when we're recording this. So I hope you guys are enjoying part one of our two-part horror movie uh, series. The first part was our top five horror movies of all time. Now we're going to do our top five favorite horror movie scenes. 
Now, the question is now, I don't know where you guys went with it. I don't, I didn't necessarily go with scariest scenes necessarily. I went with my favorite scenes. How did you guys do it? Favorites. What about you, doctor? Hey, listen, I, I'm not going to tell you I don't get scared anymore, but a lot of these scenes were a lot of when I was growing up. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know? same thing. I mean, as I, as I was looking back at some of the scenes, I knew off the top of my head that were going to be my one, two, three, whatever. I, they're not scary anymore. anymore. But when you see mm. them, depending mm. on what age, well, they're a little creepy still. Depending creepy, on what age you, age you see these scenes, it affects you. That's for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You let your kids see horror movies, both of you? Yes. Doc? Um, um, I play video games that are kind of violent. So uh, I had to stop that nonsense because my wife uh, was in the kitchen and my daughter, Jillian, that years ago, I was playing this mob game on Xbox One. And uh, she saw me steal a police car. <laughs> so uh, when Jillian screamed out, Dad, can I steal the police car next? I went, yeah, okay, th th that's it. <laughs> That well, was it. <laughs> Ernie, you look a little chilly today. What? What? Why is the zipper all the way buttoned up to your, your neck there? What the time? It's it's freezing here. Tom, look at him. It looks like he's about to choke himself out. <laughs> I never, I never seen any. He looks like a baby seal. <laughs> Hanging out, you got the beautiful sunset. It looks like a California sunset. <laughs> Ernie, where are you getting these backgrounds? It's unbelievable. That looks exactly like the top five logo. I, I'm not going to divulge that information. Actually, that's the view on the moon. <laughs> that's what would it look like if the sun went down on the moon. <laughs> Let's jump right in. Let's So, again, we're going to list our favorite scenes. Nothing is off the table this week. I know we, we excluded Exorcist and Shining and what did we do? Halloween last time. Nothing yeah. is off the table. Let's pick from anything we want. Any, any, you know, anything that we think is scary, favorite horror movie scenes. Bernie! Before I begin, I predict I will have three in common with the doctor. And I will have two in common with Mr. Casada. Really? What do you think, Duke? Ernie blew my, my whole list off last time. I was completely over, I think, one if I was lucky. So I'm going to go, uh, Ernie, I, you know, you threw me off the last time. I'm going to just go with one. <laughs> me and Ernie and Joey, all three of us going to share one. Yeah, I agree with that. And possibly Joey, too. Yeah, I, I think I'm exactly with you. I think I'm going to have one. Now, this is just our top five, not honorable mentions. Right. I think I'm going to have one with Ernie and possibly. Nah, I'm I think not, I'm going to have one. I am not mentioning. I know you're scariest, but you, but you thought was creepy. <laughs> so I'm not mentioning that one. So I'm not cheating. So I'm, I'm going to let off of that one. <laughs> I'm mentioning another one that I think we're going to. I might go Cineo Hall. <laughs> I will be cheating. <laughs> you guys could have both cheated. I sent you a picture of my shrine in front of me. That wait, was there Two a boxes there was, and a lamp? 
There was a list on that. I didn't even read it. There was a list. I was, telling you, I was like, oh, God, I hope they don't cheat. I didn't look. Good. Don't. Because it'll ruin I, I, everything. I did not look either. <laughs> if we oh, look, we'll take it to Silver Court. <laughs> there was no Silver Court. Civil Court. Okay, you better you better go back and listen. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting emails from all over the world about Silver Court. What is this Silver Court you have in America? It's it's my court. <laughs> it's obviously the court doesn't exist. It's in my house, the Silver Court. I'm wearing my beautiful pentagram shirt today in honor of uh, the horror movies, right there. I'm wearing my oldest sweatshirt I own, Brooklyn, because it's a horror show there right now. <laughs> what about you, Aaron? What are we looking at? What is what the is office. that? I know. Dunder what is Mifflin. It? Dunder Mifflin from The Office. Oh, the oh, yes. <laughs> All right, let's start it. Doctor, you're our guest, of course. You're up first. Number five. All right. Going back, uh, one of my sisters, she was a jokester. My older sister, she's about 12 years, uh, 13 years older than me, used to read Salem's Lot to me when I was a kid. She thought it'd be funny to get a rise out of me. I'm talking probably 11, 12 years old, whatever. And uh, when the movie came out on TV, there was a scene where, you know, now you got a picture. I had Ernie. Yeah, I didn't know you yet. You probably still in diapers. Yeah, I think I was four years old when Salem Lock came out. <laughs> and uh, there was a scene in Salem's Lot when the one of the best friends gets turned into a vampire. Now, I'm not scared of vampires, but you got to remember, I'm a kid at this point in time. You know, I'm, I'm very young. And he comes scratching at the window late at night. do to Billy Zemish and everyone else after the boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's probably scarier for you guys, but invite me in. <laughs> Billy, I, it's me. I brought an address. That Let doesn't... me in. I brought Billy, an address. Billy's at the door again! <laughs> Get out the garlic! <laughs> you know, the, he, the, his best friend's scratching late at night and he goes to the window and his friend's floating in the air. You know, so I always pictured Ernie or Billy. Now I know what they felt when I was scratching at their late at night. <laughs> Let me tell you, you you're you were definitely scarier than that kid scratching at the window. <laughs> Here's why that's a great pick. That 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 scene terrified me as a kid. That, if you remember correctly, was a TV movie. That's that right. A, that was right. a TV movie. So I think it was around 1979 that came out. So I was five years old, and right. that was Hutch, one of the. I think we'll have Starsky and Hutch, the actor in Starsky and Hutch. I think he yes. was a uh... the main, uh, the main, the main guy, right? Right. And so, and, uh... and even like the master with his two giant fangs. Ah, oh, that was one of the first scariest movies that I, that yeah. I ever saw because it was a TV movie. 
And up yeah, until that point, I didn't go see, you know, scary movies, obviously, in the theater yet. I was only five years old. So when I saw that, especially that scene with the kid at the window and then the moron opens the window, of course, and he comes floating in. I was like, oh, shit. You could deny it all you want or you just in a drunken stupor you don't remember. There's been many a night that Billy called me. Yeah, Tommy's at my. Tommy's here. He's at my window. What should, do I let him in? What do I do? Said, of course you don't Stop let him. It. Do not let him in. Stop. Of course Stop you don't it. let him in. Of course. When I moved to Pennsylvania, you think I was knocking on his bedroom door, his bedroom don't, window? Don't make me. I'll phone a friend right now. I'll I'll punch <laughs> Billy in right now. No. I had a place to stay. Trust me. I don't go scratching on windows late at night when I'm out of state. <laughs> Ernie, have you ever heard any stories of Tommy possibly knocking on Billy's door late at night or window? I think Tommy's forgetting he didn't uh, move to Pennsylvania. There was an in-between right. period. Yeah. A Starrett yeah, City well, in-between Starrett City and everything, I think. Right, I was living in everyone's house to keep the band alive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly... That's ex- <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I will trust me. I will get Billy's side of this story and I'll edit it in. You'll see. Ernie, well, while you're at it, ask, ask Ernie's mom's side of the story too, because <laughs> she's the only one that didn't think I was kooky. <laughs> she just opened up the door and go, "Oh, Tommy, come on in. You look cold. Let me get you something to eat." We're going to start bringing all moms into this, like the Howard Stern show. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you don't want to know the stories of Tommy torturing my poor mother and grandmother about his relationship problems. (laughs) The only thing that tortured your mom and your grandmother about was they didn't make enough meatballs, period. (laughs) Ernie, these bastards, we'd be rehearsing up in my room, and my room was so small, my drums would be in the room, and they would be in the hallway playing guitars and singing, and all, you know, in between songs, they'd be like, okay, you guys ready? Guys, you got, guys, are you ready? And they'd be gone. They'd be in the kitchen eating my mom's meatballs out of, out of, right out of the, uh, the pot on the stove. You're not telling us anything we don't know. It's on page 94 of Start With a Dream. Let me go put some cologne on. I feel naked. Let all me- right, this, you better put some holy water on, not cologne. Well, we're out of time today. Uh, how far did we get? And <laughs> part three, we'll, we'll continue part three next week. We're already 45 minutes into this episode. We picked one scene. Ernie, you're number five. Let's go. All right. My number five is the pool scene from Let the Right One In. See me. This movie has the most evil bullies I've ever seen. Well, in this scene, one of them gives the victim a challenge. If he can stay underwater, he just gets a cut on the on his face. But if he can't hold his breath for that long, for three minutes, they're gonna carve his eye out, the bullies. So the rest of the scene is underwater. So you only get glimpses of what's happening above water, which seems to be total carnage when the vampire is in full monster mode in this scene. And uh, and that's my number five. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Kid. 
What's happening right now? We did the same thing as Steve Kevin Sodas on the hotel room. We took the hold his breath. <laughs> we all left. I'm you sorry, know, Ernie. I'm sorry. When I saw I'm you sorry. started laughing, I thought you were thinking of that. I said, no, he's not thinking of that right now. <laughs> uh, Ernie, I am not diminishing your pick. That, okay. that, that was creepy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> So Ernie, what I, he's talking I, about, we were in Wildwood one time, and Ernie you know was with us. I think Ernie was with us when we did. But that he wasn't Steve. in the pool with us, right? No one was in the pool when we told Steve to hold his breath. <laughs> right. We basically told Paul, poor Steve, let's see how long you can hold your breath. And you know, we all did it. We all we right. set it up. We all and went he down. Went last. And then he went last, and when he came up, we were all gone. <laughs> and there were like these other little kids jumping in the pool, you know, farting and being in the pool next to him. And go, dopey Steve is laying there like a dead body in the pool. <laughs> Ernie, awesome pick. I'm sorry. I, I, I just, we're family, us three. So, uh, you know, brought back bad memories. Ernie, it's oh, funny. Man. I don't remember left. I mean, I know I saw it with you. I don't remember left the right one in that much. No, it's, it's worth watching. It's a great movie. What, yeah, what year is that, Ernie? Hold on, my dog just walked in. Okay. There's a couple different versions, right, Ern? Which version are you talking about? Uh, the, the Swedish one, the original. What year? I'm going to guess 2008, maybe. Oh, it's that, it's that new? I thought it was older than that. All right, my pit bull just walked in, my baby pit bull. Uh, <laughs> she's a rescue dog. I have to be in, she's my little pups. Where is he? I'm going to just come on up. No quick. Uh, no, look at the no, camera. No, look at the camera. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, come on. All right, just give me a second. Go, go. Right, keep talking. I, I, go ahead. Come on, baby. Out. Come on. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to, that Tommy just ruined my next scene when he started with a dog walking in. That's my next. <laughs> 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 I remember. I love that movie too. I just don't. For some reason, I don't remember all the details in it. That's. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm anxious to see that clip you're talking about. I don't. I don't remember it's, it. It's it, it. It's good because they don't show the carnage because right. you're underwater with the kid. You're just showing glimpses. You see yeah. the guy head, a head float by. You see the uh, feet dragged across the water like you're just. It, Ernie, who was, was there an actress or an actor in this? There's a couple. And like most movies, <laughs> what are we talking? What, what are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> you may. I, Snops. Ernie, are there people in this movie? <laughs> this movie doesn't even exist. I guarantee it doesn't even exist. He's making it up. He's trying to be different again. That's it. No. I'm done with him. That's why I don't pick. I don't. I did not try to pick his movies. I guarantee, though, for whoever's watching, I guarantee it's really, really good. Ernie always picks the best crap that is like the B movies that are. Never got recognition, so I, I guarantee it's awesome. Thank you, and he's I agree. There. I think he's just losing <laughs> consciousness from being his sweatshirt being too tight around his neck. <laughs> Fish nets have been known to do that to baby seals when they caught. <laughs> that was all, it's all the laughing, but I'm actually getting all. <laughs> 
Oh. This is why I don't pick. This is why I don't, I don't try to guess his. I'm done. All right. So my number five, again, this is, looking back, it's not as great of a movie as I remember it being, but there's a couple scenes in it that I remember being a little freaked out in. And and it's, if you remember last week, Ern, you picked a, a movie, a John Carpenter movie, The Thing. You know the movie right after The Thing, what he, what he did? You remember that movie? With John Carpenter? Yeah. Uh, the Fog? Was, I don't know. You know what? Maybe it wasn't right after, but I, it was his next That's horror movie. It was, uh, it was called The Prince of Darkness. The what? The pr- <laughs> <laughs> well, you both are swinging the wiffle balls right now. I'm like... The, it's, so again, this movie's called The Prince of Darkness. It's, it's John Carpenter. It was... I think it was around 86, 87-ish, somewhere around that area. It's obviously about exactly what we're, what we're talking about. It's the Prince of Darkness. It's, you know, summoning the devil and bringing him into this world. And there was just, a, there was a scene. Again, I even looked back on it while when I knew it was in my head and I was picking it at number five. It's not as creepy as I remember it, but I remember it kind of holding an impression on me. If there's a scene where you know, this woman is kind of transforming into a demon and she she's trying to reach through this mirror to bring the devil into our world. And it's for some reason her face and and the whole scene, I and I um Donald Pleasant is the is the, uh, is the is the um star of the movie the guy from Halloween, and she reaches through this mirror to bring Satan through the mirror, and it's it's just a creepy evil scene. It's it's a was it's this a, last was this was this last week or were you younger? <laughs> how how young? No, this movie was, you know, 86, 87. So, you know, I'm 12 years old, I guess, when I saw this movie. It didn't scare me. Yeah, it just creeped me out a little bit. I'm I'm a good altar boy. So, you know, anything with Satan in it and stuff like that always, you know, the priest tried to scare the shit out of me every day in school. And then I used to go home and my mom would have all these, you know, devil movies and stuff on. She she used to love horror (laughs) movies, too. She loved it. You know, she was the biggest Jesus fan in the world, but she loved her horror movies. So... She would always make us uh, watch horror movies with her. A, you got to change the quote around. It was a, there was a great thing you said. My my wife, my mom was a great Christian, but she loved her Satan movies. <laughs> she, she, it's true. She was she, she was Team Jesus all the way, but she you know she you know she nothing better than a nice uh, Beelzebub movie. Well, you're trying to tell me there's a John Carpenter horror movie that I don't know about. <laughs> if you've never heard of Prince of Darkness, look it up. Come on, you're number four. Give it to us. Supernatural and real murderers scared the shit out of me. There was a Helpless Skelter movie um, as a kid. And my father was sitting there in the living room and my oldest parents were watching this TV show, TV movie, Help the Skelter on Charles Manson's murders. And uh, there's nothing more as a little kid to me that scared the shit out of me that this actual, like, there's no ghost. There's no demons. There's actual people running around rampant, random, ripping people apart. And, th- and that, as a kid, my father said, turn the TV off. God damn it, Karen, turn it off. He's going to have nightmares. 
no, Dad, I can handle it. Well, the scene is in the courtroom, Charles Manson. I guess it's fabricated, but because uh, the lawyer at the time, Pugliosi, uh, Ernie Pugliosi. Yeah. He actually called the O.J. Simpson trial with Clark. Uh, he was the L.A. Uh, D.A. at the time. He gathered most of, it, it, most of the um, evidence against Charles Manson. Uh, you know, he found the murder weapons thrown off the cliff. But in the courtroom, he's looking at Charles Manson. And Charles Manson just gives him a look of evil. And the clock stops ticking. The music speaks to you every day, but you're too deaf, dumb, and blind to listen. In the courtroom. And, I, and he looks at his watch, and his watch stops, and the clock in the courtroom stops. And here's Manson sitting there with a smile on his face looking at the lawyer. Now, fabrication, possibly. As a kid, you had the murders and the random... It was crazy. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep for a week. My father had to come upstairs and sleep next to me. I don't re even remember the movie. It's so funny. I don't even think I've seen that movie. It was a TV movie. Help the skeleton. Who played Manson in the movie? Anyone? Oh wow, Ernie. No, I don't. I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I know the movie not... though. The, the movie had a, an impact in, in my life um, because the. Um, the fifth record I ever bought was the Beatles White Album. And it was right. because of that movie. So it really, that movie got me on my way. What Number year? Nine. What year is Number this movie? It was, it was a TV movie. I think it's like 77, but we watched it on, um, on video. Yeah. But I, is it, it, I think it's I funny how the, the, uh, the TV movies hold an impression on us because we were kids. And, and I think we've seen them. They were more accessible, I think, to us. Well, yeah. well, man. We were we were sheltered as kids. You know, we were we weren't allowed, you know, networks to watch anything. There were no computers. We were sheltered from the outside world. You know, when you you know, when you watch Benny Hill late at night, right? That was a big that freaking deal about bosoms when yeah. you're a young kid, you know. And eleven uh, o'clock channel nine. <laughs> that's right. That's in the Yankee games, baby. Well, not that I watch Yankees, I Yankees, but <laughs> Um, and then Star Trek kicked in, but the um, but it was but you were filtered, and uh, when you saw these TV movies, and maybe the kids should, it was a shock and awe because you never saw this stuff. Like your parents had to make that call, you yeah. know. There was no cable, there was no uh, Google, you know, all these uh, these different avenues for people, you know. I'll I'll talk to you later about my further pick. I showed my kid earlier tonight. She looked at me. She wanted this. Basically, one what she wanted to say to me was. <laughs> and yeah, I was I mean, at the same age when I watched what I'm going to mention. So, well, like you said, I, I don't know if sheltered is the right word, but we were, there wasn't, a, we weren't, we didn't have access to what the kids have access to today. YouTube, even some of the horror video games my kids play, there's a, there's a game called Slendrina. It's terrifying. The game is scarier than any movie that we've ever had when we were kids. <laughs> so, yeah, right. When they see some of the effects that we've seen when we were kids, they go, what the hell is that? It's like a, it, it, it's st the stimulus. Yeah. To the brain. They're, they're, there's nothing you can do. I mean, I'm sure there is, but well, it's just wild. The, 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 what you see on, like, the Sam's Lot. Like, we just, right. you know, we said, that was a yeah. TV movie. That's all if, it was. But it was enough to scare us because that was it. Brady Bunch. 
if there was a if there was a right, those are the difference, right? If there was a kid, <laughs> yeah, if there was a kid floating outside my son's window, ready to take his iPad away, then that would scare the shit out of him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> is that, is that game as scary as Atari's haunted house? <laughs> you remember that? I remember that. With the eyeballs floating around. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, Ern, you're number four. My number four is the dog kennel scene from The Thing. The, the dog scene. Interesting. I thought you would have gone with a different scene. Okay. Um, by this time in the movie, you know something is up with the new dog, but you really don't know what yet. And you just know the moment they lock the dog in with the other dogs, you kind of know something terrible is about to happen. The way the dog goes in the middle of the thing and just yeah. looking at staring and at the it. Other right. And when it starts to happen, the camera keeps going back to one dog that is causing self-injury to itself in its attempt to escape yeah it's actually biting the cage apart trying to get away and you can see that it's it's hurting himself but it's more important but it's it's a pretty powerful scene in my that that's uh it's not as it's not as crazy as your your cat bagels but we'll <laughs> <laughs> but uh that but uh ernie yes you're right you picked up on something like this this stuff like you pick up on this stuff yeah, that that turns the movie because me personally, that movie was never for me. It was never. I, it's like an alien dominating a body, blah blah blah. You know, but that is an awesome, awesome scene. It really is. That it, it really shows it. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, there are two great scenes in that. I I I don't know if you're gonna have an, the other one on your list later, but well, I'll bring it up later. There's another great scene in the thing where. I was so sure you were gonna do it. I didn't even put it on my honorable mention list, but maybe I'll throw it on if no one. No, no, I, it, I, it would be better if you don't. Okay. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> oh, you know what? Man, well, let's talk about it right now. Then I got like, a feeling. <laughs> no, great oh, pick. Yeah. The thing, great movie. You know, hey, you guys, you guys with the thing. Yeah, with I thought, the thing. Oh, what? Like we said last week. Wait, wait. One thing, two things. What's the thing with the thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he's saying, if it's not saying possessing someone, if it's an alien, I could, I could watch Star Trek and watch that. I'm sorry. What, what definitely makes that movie less scary is when the three morons like us call it the ting rather than the, <laughs> the thing. Ting. The ting, you know, that ting. Are we, are we confusing scary with suspenseful? Maybe. I actually think suspense is probably scarier than, you know, some of the hard, you know, right. Jason chasing someone is not scary to me, but something jumping out at the last yeah, second is scary. Out. Right. Right. Going back to the shock. Right. Right. Great pick, Ern. I, I like that. Again, I, I like the Good other pick, scene better, Ernie. but I have a feeling it's going to be on your list later. All right. So my number four, it's from, for me, my favorite you know, horror movie of all time, The Exorcist. There's so many scenes we could choose from. 
And I was back and forth. What am I going to choose? And there's one scene that I always come back to. And it's kind of, I guess technically it's two scenes, but the scene starts with the priest uh, in the room with Reagan, of course. And Reagan is talking to the priest as the priest's mother. Dime, why you do this to me? Please, Dimi, I'm afraid. You're not my mother. Dimi, please. You're not my mother! Don't listen. Why, Dimi? <laughs> Dimi, why you do this, Dimi? And he's, you know, he's so upset that she's trying to... Why you do this to me? Why you do this to me? You're not my mother! He's screaming at her. And then, you know, the older priest comes in and realizes that she's now gotten in his head and he says, listen, you you have to step out. And this is where the scary scene really happens for me. It's the It's the creepiest scene in the movie for me. When the old priest is in there, you don't see what's going on. You just see the young priest kind of gathering his thoughts outside the room. And when he comes back in, the old priest is dead on the floor. And Reagan, who was once tied down, is no longer tied down. She's in the corner of the bed like this, and she's just laughing. <laughs> and she doesn't have that demon voice anymore. She has like a, a little girl's creepy laugh. And uh, Damien Damien's trying to administer... CPR with his hands. Right. Double, double fisted Captain Kirk. <laughs> double fisted to the heart. You think that's what the priest was saying to himself? I got to do Kirk <laughs> to, to right. get the priest back to life. How would Kirk really, save I, this priest right now? I know. I think double fisted. I, I, think, I think when he's trying to go like this, if I had bones here, he'd pronounce them dead. <laughs> bones never saved everyone. Oh. How great if the um when the, the priest is and, and Reagan says he's dead, Jim. <laughs> he's dead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, but this this creepy episode of Top Five has turned into pure comedy. What are we doing? It's it's funny how the priest was possessed by Captain Kirk all of a sudden <laughs> and gave him the double fisted CPO. The Jim. same method he used to kill his wife, according to Ernie. Would you help an old space captain, father? <laughs> I'm a doctor, Jim, not a priest. <laughs> oh, all right, boy. So obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming we're all going to have possibly exorcist picks, but Duke, we're up to your number three. That was my number four. Yeah, there was a movie called uh, The Laced Within. It was, uh, no, I'm only joking. I'm being Ernie now, making stuff up. <laughs> there was a foreign picture called. Okay, here we go. I actually Googled this one tonight because I, I, I this had, it was 1979. There was, a, uh, there was a commercial. It was called When a Stranger Calls. Hello. Why haven't you checked the children? And it was, yeah. and it was really, it was really um, as a kid, it, it blew my mind. Like it was the, and when I looked it up, they they call it 
possibly the best 20 minutes of horror of all time, suspenseful. And, uh, it, you know, you have a babysitter, you know, she gets prank phone calls. She keeps getting prank phone calls and the kids are upstairs sleeping. And, uh, and finally she traces the calls out, calls the police. And they say, wait a minute, wait, we have to trace it. And she sits there in the suspense and she keeps calling and the guy keeps calling and turns out he's upstairs. Coming from inside and, the house, uh, right? Or something. Right. Yep. And it was, uh, I never watched the movie. It was something that uh, I remember watching the whatever movie was in the theater that, you know, that movie coming out in the theater, watching that. And uh, it, it, it just blew my, you know, and the punchline is, which not too funny, is uh, the cops telling her, you know, you need to get out of the house. The calls are coming from inside the house. So, uh, I totally forgot about it. Is that Check the Children? Is that that? Yes. There was a sequel. Yeah, I looked up. I looked up. There was a sequel check done. Check the Children. Right? Yeah, right. But this this 1979 wasn't about that. Check the Children. It was the remakes. There was a remake and there was a number two. There was a sequel. Crazy question. Ern, was, do you know, was that a TV movie also? I'm going to guess yes. I think it was too, Tom. I feel like that was a TV movie. I'm looking it up right now. How, how, how else would we all know it? Right. <laughs> think about it. And, and how no, young we were. Um, there might have been there might have been something loosely based on that movie, from what I read. But that movie was in the in the theaters. It's a national. It was a national movie. I keep I keep seeing in my head Locker's wife, Locker from uh, Taxi. That's the right. Song. That's yeah, Carol Kane. It, you know, it was the scariest shit. It was on TV, so it wasn't a TV movie. Yeah, you're right. It was in, it was a, it was a it was a theater movie, but it must maybe yeah. it was on TV like early '80s is when maybe I saw it too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well you're you're 13 still, so right. Um, I understand that. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it shook. It it's that that scene is, uh, and I didn't realize it, but people consider that. And I don't know who the greats are, Ernie. You know, as Babbles would ask me, he goes says who. You know, when you say, whoa, you know what? Everyone says that this scene is the greatest. And they well, says so, and they, you don't have a name. It's just everyone says it. Who but says it? They I, say it. Who's they? The friends of them. I it real quick. No little bit about it, but I'll tell you one thing. It's considered the most terrifying 20 minutes. And uh, what's the slash film? Uh, Scream? Yeah. Yeah, they they use that um, in their introduction with uh, Drew Drew uh, Barrymore. Yes, mm -hmm. they kind of cop that off uh, for that same thing. Yeah, great, great again, great pick. It's uh, it's something that I totally forgot about, but as soon as you started talking about it, I remembered it, and I remember it being so creepy when when it says the calls are coming from in the house. Get out of the house. Get yeah. out of the house. I mean yeah. that's. You know, great, and great no special effects. Great choice, good pick. Uh, again, one of the classics I totally forgot about. Again, that's one of the reasons why I love doing stuff like this. Not only do does do we reminisce and get the bullshit like this, but we get to remember stuff that we have no idea that was even in the back of our memory. Same thing when we post this stuff online. I get so many emails and so many posts that say. What about this? What about that? And and it, it just, you know, it brings up a lot of great memories. I love doing it. Ernie, number three. 
The hobbling scene for misery. Do you know what they did to the native workers who stole diamonds? Don't worry, they didn't kill them. That would be like junking your Mercedes just because it had a broken spring. No, if they caught them, they had to make sure they could go on working. But they also had to make sure they could never run away. The operation was called hobbling. Trust me. God's sake. It's for the best. Hey, please! Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we featured it in our relationship episode. So, you know, it's, it's the first, I think it's the, our first two-part uh, mention in, in one of one of our uh, episodes, our recall episodes here. But what we really need to talk about is uh, that's how our three wives got us to stay with them. <laughs> we're, such, we're so gorgeous and beautiful. Just, just in case you think Sonny Corleone didn't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> 250 bulls wasn't enough, Ernie, right? <laughs> Let's take out his, his feet, too. <laughs> Look what they did to my boy. Look what they did to him. But uh, now you're, Ernie, uh, you both read, I never read it. But they, don't they, uh, we talked about this briefly last week. Yeah, it's amputation in the book. Yeah, they actually, he cut his feet off and then cauterized it with a flamethrower. Yeah. Well, she, well, she does. Yeah, you know, we discussed this in the last episode too. In our in our romantic episode, the hobbling, which was a perfect <laughs> romantic. So romantic. Scene. <laughs> um, Where do you think hobbling, you're going? Where do you think you're going? <laughs> and I think Ernie even mentions, how, you know, the wonderful quote from that episode. He says, "You know, that was a, actually a fish inside the in the sock when they break the." Fruit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was only a week ago, huh? Yes. <laughs> Ice storms and snowstorms. It's been <laughs> seems like an, an eternity. Wow. The fish in the sock. That's right. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't call it that scene. You know, the scene of misery, the fish and the sock scene. <sighs> you know, Ernie, say it. You, you just blended great relationships with horror. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> it's not that hard to do. <laughs> Two sides of the coin. Two sides of the yes. coin. <laughs> All right. Moving on. So my number three, it's actually, you know, I, I've I've preached in these horror episodes how I'm not the biggest slasher movie fan. And I, and of course, I'm going to go backtrack and, and pick a scene from a slasher movie, of course. So this scene is the final scene in really, to me, which is, it's really the first slasher movie Friday the 13th. And the final scene in Friday the 13th one is, if you remember, the girl is on the boat. And, you know, they, they already killed the mom and it's all over. She, you know, she's the sole survivor. And you hear like birds chirping and blah, blah, blah. It's so sweet at the end. All of a sudden, this little boy jumps out of the, out of the lake and pulls her in. And it's Jason. And, you, you know, the first Friday the 13th, you don't even know Jason. It's, it's 
it's the mom killing everyone and you know jason is just the afterthought it's she's mad because these campers watched her son drown and it's the mom taking revenge and you know obviously it gets stupid after a while jason with the hockey mask and all that stuff but when you you know you think it's all over and this boy jumps out of the lake and you don't you're not expecting it it it's a, it's a really scary scene uh it, it, it wasn't the big jason it was a little no. boy it's a boy yeah boy freaked it out yeah and, he's, and he looks a little you know decrepit from being in the lake yeah a little a little weathered <laughs> not even weathered he looked like babbles on the beach when we were on wild in wildwood when he was hung over <laughs> oh. Ern, what do you think of that? what do you think of the scene Ern? I said it's good stuff. The uh, because they really uh, it's a false ending, right? And it, it, it's successful. The music and everything they really make you feel it's over. And it the almost, cops are already there. Actually, the cops are already there on the beach yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It almost feels like a it's a it was a false ending before. Like I knew what a false ending was. Like now I would expect that to happen if I watched a movie like that. But I feel like when I saw that for the first time. You, you you weren't expecting things like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as as fans and as movie watchers, I I always tell people, if you you know, as big of fans and and movie watchers as we are, we you know, you become an expert after a while, and you know, the more you see these movies, the more you can expect what's going to happen because usually you know it 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 goes through the same progressions a lot of these movies. But back then, when I'm a kid and I'm watching Friday the Thirteenth one. I'm not even processing, you know, oh, what could happen next or. So you said that little kid, it's the truth. It was the little kid. Yeah, of course. Of the boat. So that's amazing. And I think Ernie had the greatest line ever when uh, Jason took Manhattan. Ernie, what'd you say to everyone? If you want to kill Jason, you want to kill Jason? Stop seeing the movies. That's it. We're going to kill him now. We're going to kill him. I'm such a snob. Uh, I agree with you, but you have a beautiful background. That's why we keep you on the show. All right, dude. Yeah, we got number two. What do we got? Come on. All right, I'm gonna beat you to the punch. The changeling. What is your name? What is your name? He's playing the classical pianos in the room. I'll give a backdrop. We did it last week. Uh, classical pianists uh, looking to move into a beautiful house to uh, put his masterpiece together. And his he brings his kid, his wife. He goes, it's snowy, desolate. He goes to use a payphone. Truck comes by, takes out his whole family. So he still moves into the house. He's trying to play. And the changeling is political horror. We talked about it. We recommended all three of us, and we talked about it. We killed it to death last week. But the one scene, I beat you guys to it. I knew it was either be number one or two. But uh, he's playing the piano and he's recording his music and he plays it back. And there's this little kid's voice. And please correct me if I'm wrong. I think it is Michael. And you, oh, he plays it back on the piano. And you hear Michael, and that was it. And then the ball, a little kid's ball drops down the stairs of this mansion. This drops eerily. 
drops. If you haven't seen the movie, I think it's a great scene. Yeah, of, co it, of it, course. You know, we, we praised this movie in our last episode, and I've been getting a lot of comments about it, by the way. Great pick, great pick, Changeling, great pick. I really thought nobody knows this movie. A lot of people have coming out of the woodwork and saying what a great movie it is. So I'm glad we kind of uh, discussed it and maybe brought it to light for people who haven't seen it. But, you know, I, I think I even mentioned I used to play a prank on my mom all the time and I would get get a ball and I would just my mom would just be in, in you know, in the kitchen cooking or something. I would just roll a ball into the room. And she starts screaming at me, Joey, you son of a bitch, bastard. <laughs> you know, she loved cursing at me. It was one of her favorite things to do, of course. And, and she, she cursed at both of you two a lot, especially Tommy, I think. And uh, But I used to always play that prank on her. So that scene, again, it, it, there's no effects, nothing. You, know, you, it's, talk, it's, you, you talk so quick as an Italian. I just picked up on it. Your mother cursed at me too. What? 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 Uh, what? I mean, maybe behind the scenes she'd call you son of a bitch, but you know, two idiots, <laughs> two idiots. That's what we're known for. But this, you know, no special effects. It's a whisper and a ball. That's it. Was it Michael Earn? I, I don't I, know. I keep getting um a Joseph, but I'm Joseph. Thank you, Ernie. Yeah. I think Thank we're just you. picking up uh, my medal, though. Joseph. But he talks about my medal, which it sounds like Michael, maybe. Ernie, your number two. My number two is the Butterfly Demand from Silence of the Lamps. Jimmy, what did he stop? Okay. The, I mean, the whole escape scene, it, it's a long scene, but the whole scene I love. Uh, but the artistic carnage, I don't know what other term to use for what I'm going to call it, but it's like artistic carnage is the thing I made up. And it, when the cops discover it, it's unforgettable scene. Love it. I used I used to call, you know, after a night out with Snyder, artistic carnage all over the, uh, <laughs> all over the floor, you know, at any hotel we were in. We'd be, we'd be laid out like this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's what. The, so uh, I don't remember. So when, when they, the cops come into the jail, the cell to give him the food, how does he escape again? I don't remember. He's got a uh, a pen. He just, and he broke the pen apart, and he's holding yes. the piece in his uh, mouth, and that's how he opens the, the uh, handcuffs. And he's, he's, a he's like he, he's a genius. The guy's above above genius. Like he manipulates the minds. He knows everyone's move, how they're going to be. Right. And I just watched it the other night and it just brought it back. Like, as we talked about it, like, it, like he was the most, that's why they, on a hand truck, <laughs> right. they have a mouthpiece on him because he can't, you know, he can talk, but he manipulates. He's well, a and that's the first thing he does like when he escapes. He's not <laughs> He starts eating the guy's face. That's the first thing he does in that scene, right? As soon as he's out of the cups. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's, it's, he, has, he hasn't had a bite in a long time. He's real hungry. It is 
irony it, that that scene is. Uh, but in that same movie, though, the the cinematography at the end, when you think she's going into the same room as yeah. the FBI agents, that oh yeah, was brilliant, brilliantly written. And she opens up the door, and she's with the real killer, and they think they're with the other person. It was amazing the way it was done. It was that that is irony. That was amazing. I don't even know how we got out of there, but. Great pick. Scary movie, obviously terrifying scene. He's one of the, you know, he's one of the creepiest because it's so psychological, you know, of all of these villains in these horror movies. He's maybe the worst, if not, you know, close to the worst, I think. There was something online about uh, that he should have got a Academy Award. Oh, he did. Oh, he did? Well, maybe that's why it was online. I'll see you guys later. I didn't, I didn't get the memo, Ernie. I'm sorry. <laughs> a long time ago. A long time ago. Did he, did he really? He deserved it. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Did, he won Best Actor or Best Supporter? Actor. Nice. What year, Ern? 89? 91. 91. Great wow. pick. Great pick. So my number two has already been said. I'm not going to change it because it, it, it had to be on my list. I loved it. Tommy mentioned it earlier. Salem's Lot. The little kid at the window scratching. I watched it again today. I can't today. believe it. I can't yeah, believe it. It's it's still creepy. I don't care if I'm five years old or or you know, forty five. It doesn't matter if I'm if th- that little kid scraping that window, that noise, and then it even the graphics actually don't look great. But he, when the smoke, when they open the window, he's floating it's in so the air. Creepy. Yeah, he's floating. He's floating it's floating great. In the air on the second floor. Yeah. Great scene. Great scene. Great movie. Really, it really is an un- another underrated movie. I know it's a TV movie, so it's not as you know scary maybe as some of these others that we mentioned. But anyone who hasn't seen Salem's Lot, go back and see Salem's Lot. I think uh, I wrote, wrote it down. It's from 1979. Great movie. No, I got I got two daughters, as you do, and you do too, Ernie. I, neither one of us vampires, have two daughters. Vampires are <laughs> vampires are. Normal in the house. <laughs> they watch the sitcoms, vampires. I'm like, this is there anything you don't watch without teeth that don't blood suck? And, and like, this is the normal to our daughters. They're normal, <laughs> right? Vampires today has become the norm. It's like all my children should have been redone, all vampires. Well, what they did, they, you know, they they with these stupid Twilight movies and stuff and I all know. these other TV. They made vampires like glorious and and nice people. You know, when we were, were kids, vampires were terrifying. I said, or because you both understand exactly what I'm talking about. No, you said to both of us, you know, I have. You said I have two daughters, you know, just like you, and so do you, Ernie. Neither one of us have two daughters. Oh no, I meant I have daughters. Daughters, you have one daughter, one daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh no no! I thought you said I was all right, Spider. I thought you, <laughs> I thought you were okay when you said you're okay, Snyder. I thought you said oh, I was okay, Snyder. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh boy! No, but the vampires. Come on, really? Have no, they killed? No, you're right. Death? When when we were little, the vampires they would uh, rip out your your lungs and everything. <laughs> these uh these already, kids the vampires lungs. <laughs> With this, with this, you got your lungs. Your lungs, your, <laughs> your lungs are not up here. Unless you're a fish, Ernie. Unless you're a fish. <laughs> All right. But, but with this generation, the vampires sparkle. 
Well, Hold on. Your lung. I, I can't I mean, breathe. Your my, heart. my lungs. My lungs hurt. Hold on. They get a CPR right in your throat. <laughs> Here comes Kirk to save him. Kirk, he needs a lung transplant. Hold on, Jim. That's right. He He'd be really his throat. good at driving a stake. <laughs> <laughs> we need Kirk here. Why? No one drives a stake in the heart in a vampire better than him. <laughs> For anyone out there just listening and not watching, Ernie is grabbing his throat as he's talking about his lungs. He thinks his lungs <laughs> are in his throat. <laughs> They're in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Whew. <laughs> So where were we? Where were we? We are up to our number one favorite horror movie scene. Doctor, you're up. Easy. 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 As scary as Exorcist 1 was. Don't do it, you son of a bitch. All all the scenes in that movie, Exorcist 1, everything was freaky. But there's a flash thing. Of a face like Joey right now, <laughs> a white oh. thing out of nowhere. Different scene. Subliminal. subliminal. <clears throat> Ozzy would have been sued for this shit. Subliminal, like pop out in, and it was it was a white face, and it was supposed to be Satan. During the exorcism. And it's just a white face and out. And that was it. And I just sat there and I pissed myself. We used to try to pause it right on that, that face, right? And we did it. And we did it. Ernie, do you, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The green face. No. no. Is it green or is white, right? I thought it was white, Ernie. The white face. It's a greenish I white. I expected uh, Gene Simmons from Joey. Not from <laughs> <laughs> it was Gene Simmons' face. It's it's. I thought it was a, white. A greenish hue. <laughs> I just thought, I just thought the fact subliminal, like in out. I mean, you have to like Joey said. You have to you have to hit pause to look at this. And nothing where, to do with anything. It was crazy for, for people listening, and maybe I'll I'll tell people you know when, when I edit this. But where exactly in the movie is that? Do you remember exactly? It's during the exorcism. It's um. It's, yeah, the it's in the center of the screen. <laughs> Were there actors and directors in that movie? My lungs. My lungs. I can't, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, take your hand off your throat. Oh! <laughs> no, great scene. Again, it, literally, if you blink, it's meant to be subliminal. If you blink, you don't see that scene. You know, I don't even know if I've, you know, I saw that the first time I watched it. Don't pick up. Me and you s- slowed it down. And it was just green face, white face, whatever. But I think I, I tilt towards the white. But it's just a bam, in and out. And you, you sit there, you pitch yourself, shit yourself, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Ernie had an older TV. He had that green, like, tint on it. That's what, maybe that's what, what, what it was. <laughs> well, I don't know. I need your what, approval, buddy. I'm trying to I think, what the hell is Ernie's number one? It could have been the, the changeling, but let's see. Ernie, number one. My number one, I, I and I've mentioned this movie, movie before, so I got the same movie in two picks. It's the blood test from the thing. 
Palmer now. This is pure nonsense. Doesn't prove a thing. I thought you'd feel that way, Gary. You were the only one that could have got to that blood. We'll do you last. Get away from me! Retreating! Is there Josh. anything? Is there anything better? I wish I would have gave it away before. That's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> of course, great pick. What's with the theme? Love it. And, I'll watch and, it and, all the time. Not only is it a scary scene, it's just a what a great scene. You know the scene he's talking about? I, I have to go back and watch, actually duct tape myself as my daughters duct duct tape myself down to a chair and put the thing on so I can watch it from beginning to end. It's a great scene. The funny thing about that is that the scene, they're actually are tied up in the scene. So it's funny what you're talking about. (laughs) You know what? Have your daughter tie you up and reenact the scene. It'll be perfect. (laughs) Happens every night, actually. But I I end the thing when I come home from work. But anyway. What the scene is, you know, the, the, the things, the blood, Re- is reacting to things. So they're heating up a piece of metal and sticking it in the blood, the blood samples just, that they have from all the people tied up. And if, it, if, if you're the thing, the blood will actually react to the heat. Guys, come on. Give me more than the thing. You guys are big fans. I got, I, I got to watch it again. I promise you, next episode, if I come back, if I'm welcome back, I will, I will watch the whole movie and I'll, I, I swear to you. Have your daughter tie you. Have your daughter tie you up. Take a little blood sample and put any non-alcoholic liquid onto the blood. And if the blood reacts, they know it. You know they know it's you. <laughs> Where, Where, right? Where we at? You want me to tell you what your number one is because I I figured it out by the way. Uh-oh. You know my you. I know it are you gonna tell you gonna tell me that you know my number one? You gave it away, I think, twice, but the whole thing with Tommy before you gave it away a no. big time. He gave it away 15 years ago. Go ahead. 20 Ernie. Years. What's my number one? <laughs> oh. It, I just I, it's, I watched it today. It's scarier than ever. So again, <laughs> my my number one, Exorcist Three. And I know people will start laughing when they're listening to this. Go watch the Exorcist Three. It's an amazing movie. There's a scene, and again, the reason why it's so terrifying is, the cinematography-wise, there's a shot all the way down this long hospital hallway, and you see a nurse's station 
must be 20 feet away. And the way this it's shot, it's so weirdly shot, like it's in the distance so far off and it's quiet and nothing is happening in this scene for maybe, it's gotta be almost a minute, nothing happens. It's just a nurse. A minute, a minute, a minute is a long time in silence oh. and film. And doing, it's nothing's happening. You're watching this scene long in this hallway and this nurse goes in and out of these rooms, kind of checking on patients. Almost no sound even is happening. You kind of hear the nurse walking no. and maybe a doorknob turning. And all of a sudden, the nurse comes out of one of the rooms, just like she did maybe three or four times earlier. And walking behind her is, I don't even know what it is. Do we even know what it is? It's something with this, these, these clippers, right? Well, and you know, in most horror movies, the killer always walks like this. <laughs> exactly. Super slow, but this thing comes flying out of the room after her, and you're not expecting it. So it's it's a jump scene, it's a scary scene, it's a horror scene. It's all the scenes that to me are scary, all wrapped in one. It's yeah, you know, it's, it's possession, it's hospital. it's all of that. In the hospital that night, all the statues heads have been removed. Right. And uh you just see this figure go from this room, that room, like he's describing, she's administering med medical, and all of a sudden, this thing just comes, he's got a, can uh, a what do they, they call it? When they hedge clippers, I guess? Them. That's what I was thinking. But they're yeah. not hedge clippers, it's the yeah, thing that they, they use in the like, hospital, right? Yeah, they, they take off legs. Yeah. Blades. I think, you know, when, when they take your lung out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, if you try to take a long out with this, <laughs> my but again, the, the scary part is it it, it chases her. She's so wearing fast the robes. Across She's this... wearing the robes. It, right. it comes it comes off like religious, almost like freaky, you know. And I was with this moron on King <laughs> on King's on King's Highway when we went to see this movie, and I'm telling you right now, it, it was. And everyone needs to know this. Forget Exodus Two. The original screenwriter from one picked up three. Two was not the original screenwriter. And everyone needs to know that. So you had a bad taste in your, in, you know, in your mouth. Exodus 2, forget about it. Kick it to the side. Check this out. And you thought George C. Scott in there? Beautiful. Incredible movie. One of my favorite all-time horror movies. And that scene... I mean, there's a couple scenes in that. You know, I have a couple more in my honorable mentions that I'll talk about for, you know, from that movie. You know, and the, the, that damn old lady I crawling know, on the ceiling is, is so creepy, too. But it, it's it, it, the scene, and again, it's one of those, Tommy, your number one scene probably happens in half a second. My number one scene probably is maybe a second and a half. So yeah. they're, they're no, quick. No, not even one second. Yeah. Boom, it's gone. Yeah, so that's that's the type of stuff that to me scares me. Not only is it a jump scene, but it's it's all this religious stuff built into this jump scene. So that's my number one. Uh, that was our number one picks. I know we have plenty of honorable mentions. Let, let's you know, let's rattle a couple off. Doc, what do you got? <sighs> okay, the original Chucky trilogies of terror. Yes. As a kid, and I had to write down the 19, 1975. I had to write these to put things in perspective. And my, because I was what, Joey? 35? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, 
My sisters were big on this. There's a VCR, uh, VCR tapes. There was no HBO. I, I guess it must have been on TV. Yeah, that's I a TV believe. movie too, I think. Yeah, it had to be. I mean, 75. I mean, what the hell? But uh, there's a voodoo doll. There's a lot of trilogies. It's like a short story. It was basically like the first <laughs> oh, trilogy not... of horror right. of any right. compilation, you know. So uh, anyway, they had this little voodoo doll that came to life. And I scared the shit out of me because I'll tell you what, I just showed my eight-year-old before we, we did this tonight. What do you think about this? You'll be scared. She goes, this is Chucky. Yeah, like, poor Chucky. Yeah, I just, I just put my head down with this. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if a movie like, again, I haven't seen that. It's got to be 35 years at least. Uh, I'm going to throw one out there. Honorable mention. Three Men and a Baby. Not horrible. <laughs> but uh, when I put that little boy in the background, oh, know it scared me and Joey. We couldn't sleep. Is that wait? Is that the first? Is that from the first movie, right? Yep. Yep. We were playing oh tennis in City, and we we couldn't sleep for days because we kept fast forwarding it. The Wizard of Oz thing came out. The hanging, the, the snapping. Ernie, yeah. you know the three men and a baby you've seen? Yep. So again, for people who don't know what we're talking about, they think we're joking around. Three men and a baby, obviously, is a comedy. But that movie starring Tom Selleck, uh, what's his name, Steve Gutenberg, and Ted Danson, right? So there's a scene, I forget exactly the time code, and maybe I'll, I'll post it in this episode. And then we can Google it. It looks like there's a kid hiding behind one of the curtains as the camera pans the room. And it is creepy as hell. <laughs> we couldn't sleep for days. Oh, my God. You're so, oh my, I can't believe I forgot all about that. Great yep. pick. So I'm out because that was it. Three men yeah. and a baby, not horror, but something cute. Ernie, what do you got? All right. Before you to tear this apart, <laughs> just I just want you to <laughs> not say anything for a moment and just play the scene in your head. Hold on, hold on. Homage to Ernie. <laughs> just, just play the scene in your head before you say anything. I'm Stay looking down at you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. the, the ear creatures from Star Trek II. Instantly, to be sure. I know this is one of your wife's scariest scenes. I know that. Oh yeah. I know she, she hates this scene. That's listen. You know the scene he's talking about, Tom? I'm going to throw up right now. Kirk is all over this episode. <laughs> I... Yeah, I, I know the scene very well. I'm a, obviously a big Trek fan, Wrath of Khan. Uh yeah, disgusting scene. What else you got on? Give me another one. Uh the raft boy from Jaws. Nice. All right, rebound. Nice. I also I like, like the um, the birth from the movie The Brood. I don't know wait, if you guys wait. Hold on. That movie. The birth scene. Get closer. Say birth. The birth. 
it sounds it sounds right to me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god, I'm not gonna make it. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, can't. Uh, I can't do this. It's uh, I can't do this it's great. It's great stuff. I it's, can't. Uh, can't. Burf, B I R F, Burf. <laughs> what we need to do is file a claim in civil court to discuss <laughs> if, birth, if birth is a word. <laughs> uh, Ernie. <laughs> Go tell your two daughters <laughs> about silver cord <laughs> and have that bus came into play. Uh, <laughs> oh my! Ooh, good stuff. Go, Joe. <laughs> All right, so I got a couple too. So, um, you know, some of the stuff you mentioned, of course, earlier, the changing stuff like that, the clown scene in Poltergeist. When the kid keeps looking over at the clown, all of a sudden the clowns, you know, he looks under the bed, bing, clowns under the bed. Good Just, stuff. You know, scary scene, spooky scene. Um, the old woman in the bathtub in The Shining. Oh! I mean, so, I mean, obviously you got the twins in The Shining too. They go hand in hand, which is scarier. The old woman to me always was scarier for me. I left, I left out. One of mine, real quickly. The oh. old woman in Exodus Three climbing on the ceiling. On the ceiling, of course. George C. Scott's in the in the uh, in the nursing home, and yeah, you just see this out. woman go across the ceiling like this. It's on my list, honorable, but we're trying to move this forward. Terrible. <laughs> and there's there's another one. Again, I I don't I don't consider this a horror movie, but it's scary. Uh, Cujo, when they're trapped in the car with the, and the dog and the and the son can't breathe because he has asthma. And they can't get out of the car because the, the rabid dog is is out there ready to kill them. I just remember it being a scary scene as a kid. Again, obviously, I grew up with a big dog. You remember my big dog? So I was about to say that that scene kind of hit home. Bigger than Cujo. Yeah. So if my dog ever went that you know rabid when I was a kid, it, it hit home because it, it could happen. You know, Ernie I, Ernie's very familiar with my dog. He used to bring over his potential ladies of the night. To meet my dog before uh, he would he would go out. <laughs> At the end of the night, oh. <laughs> the kid the kid had asthma, so you know with his lungs. Right, he couldn't breathe in in the lungs. <laughs> I could go on and on and on. I'm gonna be quiet right now. Again, th there's a lot of scenes. I would love to hear other people's thoughts of. Not only scary scenes, scary scenes are important, but they, to me, they have to be really good, memorable scenes, too. It's not, guys, this was a great episode. Always fun to have the doctor here. Horror movies, you know, it, I think we're all three really big horror fans. Uh, I wanted to bring up, please send your, your comments, your questions. We're getting a lot of emails with comments. I'm going to start reading them on next week's episode. We've just been backed up, you know, kind of going through all the emails. I'll be reading some emails next episode, try to just go over some comments and feedback from some of the old episodes that we, we put out. I've kind of been backlogged on all that stuff, but we love having a doctor on board. Of course, Ernest with his beautiful new backgrounds. Always love having you. Please send your emails to us. Let us know what topics you want to hear. Let us know some, some of your favorite scariest scenes, favorite horror movies. Uh, we had a contest a few weeks back. We do have a winner. Uh, we, we're selling our top five T-shirts on Amazon right now. So 
We have our winner. We're going to be filming an episode with our winner in the upcoming weeks. We'll be posting that. And we'll be holding some other contests possibly uh, for Ernie's fan base uh, down below in Australia. Um, Ernie, I feel like so, the Brady Bunch when he talks. Hello, Australia. <laughs> but keep those emails coming. Give us some feedback on iTunes. Give us a rating on iTunes. Doctor, any last words? Jim, I'm a doctor, not an enema. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Captain Kirk signing off. <laughs> I'll see you, boys. Great episode. Miss you guys. Love you. Talk Live soon. long and prosper. <laughs>